0: Sean Dizzle. Hang on. (laughs) Come on, dude. Mikey Hizzle.
1: What's up, dude? There you go. Happy recording day.
2: Yeah, bro. Happy recording day. Also, if you hear some squeaking in the background, that's just my wiener dog, Hans, playing with a squeaky toy right next to me.
1: Is that what you call your wiener?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Have a German wiener, uh
1: sure, Lahiam, bless you <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: cue the music. March Madness bro It is March Madness Yeah so round 1 today the day of recording and um I decided to just freaking uh slack off the the uh afternoon because the first game which was um uh, Louisville versus, um, what you call them? Yale, I think it was. Yeah. Louis Louisville for. Uh, I'm sorry, no. Louisville played Minnesota. It was uh, who was versus Yale? LSU versus Yale, and of course, uh, LSU won barely, but they won. I decided to watch that game, and it was funny. I had like, it was like five of us. At my desk, acting like we were talking business, but we were all really looking at my iPad, watching <laughs> the game. Sure. So my buddy sent me an IM. He was looking at me across the room. He sent me an instant message, and he said, uh, what are you doing, passing out candy over there? And I'm like, no, we're just watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to pass off a bunch of parts to the supplier uh, tomorrow, and it was like, well, hell, all my parts are done. Might as well sit down and enjoy a game, so. That's what I did. Word? Yeah. Look at you getting your parts done. I
2: always get my parts done, baby. Ooh. I don't even know what it means, but <laughs> it sounds sexy as hell. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's all good. So, and it's also almost bonfire weather. Well, I guess technically it is bonfire weather right now. Yeah, it is. So uh, the other day I went outside and I I gave the 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 grill. I've got this side by side grill. You've seen it. It's like uh, half charcoal, half gas.
3: Just um, like me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what Twenty uh, Three and Me told you, right? Um, Ancestry, but whatever. Yeah, same thing.
2: Ooh, then, side, uh, note, side note: Ancestry was bogged down, right? So bogged they had down. <clears throat> bogged down, like they had a lot over the holidays because everyone gifted it.
1: Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So then, uh, Brooke waited because she did it. I didn't do it. I don't really care. But so Brooke sends her DNA in. And then they're like, oh, we had a problem capturing your DNA. So we're going to send you a free one and you'll have to send it back. Of course. Ain't that some BS?
3: Mm.
1: No, not really. Because what they did was they, uh, they took <laughs> her DNA and they sent, it to a, they sent it to a lab and they said, this girl is hot. Let me go ahead and see if I can clone her about 23 times and uh hence the 23 Me.
3: but it's not even 23 Me. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: said let me clone this chick 23 times and then we're gonna uh you know this is how human trafficking started right so we got her dna and then uh we're gonna just go ahead and just you know see what she does in the world see if she changes the world you know
3: yeah,
2: so that's what happened. And yeah. now she had to resend her DNA again. And watch. Alas, going we are waiting results. Yeah,
1: it's going to come back that she's like black. She's Puerto Rican. She's <laughs> Yugoslavian. She's Swedish. She's Polish. She's German. I don't know. Are there 23 races out there? <laughs> They're going to clone her. They're gonna clone her and give her just the right amount of melanin that she fits in in every single country in the world.
2: Every one of them.
1: Just you watch.
2: Anyway, totally (laughs) sidetracked you.
1: You were saying (laughs) I don't know what the hell I was talking about. Full disclosure, secret time.
2: Secret time. Secret
1: time. (laughs) Me and the wife just got back from dinner, and uh, sexy. We. We went down to hollers and Growlers, and I finished, my last beer was a KBS, Founders KBS, which is like 13%. It's a very, very heavy coffee and chocolate stout. It was out of this world. So uh, I guess it's my turn to do Secret Time the whole episode. Every single time you try to get serious, <laughs> every time you try to get serious, it's going to be a secret time.
2: So, Second Timothy, uh, mm-hmm. verse 4, he was saying... <laughs>
1: <laughs> secret time! Se- secret time! Secret time. Sometimes when I go to the restroom...
2: Secret time!
1: Shh! Of- oh, we're doing has, it. We're doing secret time. All right. Every single... Yeah. Every single guy in the world has this problem. If he's over 30. If he's over 35. Um, and if he denies it, he's a liar. A lying liar who lies. You go and you just, you know, shake it off. And then uh, as soon as you put it away, all of a sudden, there's a little bit more that wants to come out. <laughs> and that happened to me twice today. <laughs> and it was quite embarrassing. Dang, but, dude. Uh, but yeah, I'm completely sober. It happened to me twice today.
3: We're just getting drunk and telling secrets. Yeah,
1: secret time. There you go. Secret time. Yeah. We're not all perfect. You know, but you know
2: Let's
0: my
1: stepdad always says, "What's that?"
2: Shake my
1: <laughs> What?
2: Say it again. Say it
1: again. <clears throat> He'll be like, "Puberty's nerfed Oh boy. We like, got a pause. We got a God. pause. We got a pause. Why? My son is calling me.
2: Okay. Pause in three, two, one.
1: <laughs> okay, we're back. All right. <clears throat> After a few minutes. So Yeah. Yeah. So Micah just wants to be picked up Saturday instead of Friday because he's got a basketball game at one o'clock on Saturday, and it's his last game of the season.
0: And he wants to play. So it's all good. We'll do what we got to do.
2: Uh, got to go hard in the paint, Dude, It was Ryan. so much
1: fun uh, a few weeks ago. We were playing basketball outside. It was one of those days where it got up to 40-something after it's been like down to, in the teens for several days. and we went outside and started playing, and I started trying to just build up his confidence, you know, So we're playing horse, and of course, I won every game but I was still trying to build up his confidence. <laughs>
3: <laughs> how are you building his like, Come this on, confidence. buddy, take the shot. You Take suck. the shot.
1: Give me an H. Come on, buddy, give me an H. Uh, but anyway, I was showing him how to, like, really box out, you know, because he's not the biggest guy on the court. He's never the smallest guy on the court.
2: Sure.
1: So I'm like, buddy, you, you get the ball when you're, like, right outside the paint, just start backing him down, and you know. I was showing them how to back down without having to throw somebody an elbow because, of course, that's not, you know, the best thing for sixth graders to be throwing elbows on the court. So I'm like, stick your butt out there, you know, hit them right on the leg and just keep bouncing back, keep bouncing back. I know it's weird, but you'll get them out of the way every time, you know. And so I was trying to just teach them some of the crazy, dirty techniques that I learned growing up. And uh, just how to be more physical and how to be more mm. aggressive. <sighs> Shut up. Yeah. So <laughs> he did very, very good, <laughs> you know, in our backyard. But um, we'll see this Saturday if it translates on the court, you know. Yeah, bro. Proof's, Proof's in, in the pudding, bro. So anyway.
2: You like pudding? Are you a pudding person? Pudding <laughs> I
1: love Bill person? Cosby, so yeah. Jello pudding. <laughs> Good lord. Dude, that guy sold more pudding than Nabisco.
2: Yeah, because he probably had a date
1: rape drug up in that mug. Oh, come on.
2: <laughs> yeah. Had to.
1: Yeah. On so, the same,
2: uh, same note, just real quick. Yeah. You know the band Alien Ant Farm? Of course not. Well, you've probably heard their cover of Michael Jackson's Annie Are You Okay? Like, uh, The Smooth Criminal, I mean. I have not. Well, if you're a white kid growing up that likes rock, (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely know what I'm talking about. That came on today, and like, I was just like, ooh, Alien Ant Farm. Oh, Michael Jackson cover. Totally ruins it now. Really? Yeah, dude, he fondled little fucking kids. Like Sure he did. Uh, I don't know. I mean I mean I know I talked like a game with Cosby about like I think you should separate, you know. But right? I think when you like when you're fucking little kids I don't know, man. If there's
1: just, levels of hell, there's probably
2: one just for that. You
1: know what I mean? I, I totally understand what you're saying, and I get what you're saying. But, <laughs> okay, so I was watching an interview with D.L. Hughley. He was on the Wendy Williams show. Who's a Hughley. huge bitch. Anyway, um, first of all, do you like Wendy Williams?
3: <sighs>
1: first of all... I'm not even sure who you be talking about. Okay, perfect. So we'll do that as an aside later. Anyway, DL Hughley. You know who I'm talking about. You know who the comedian is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a.
2: Oh, that felt good.
1: He's an OG in the comedy world for, uh, uh you know, for the black community. Anyway, he
0: black was talking artwork. about.
1: He was talking about Michael Jackson. And all the allegations and, and the leaving Neverland and all that shit that's going on, right? The, the Netflix special or whatever it is. Sure. He says, hell no, I'm not going to stop listening to Michael Jackson's music. He said, all, we all get up and we sing the national anthem, don't we?
2: Yeah, he got to take it there.
1: <laughs> yeah, he had to take it there. Because the fact is, is that music is music and when there's a when there's an uh um an an anthem for a generation, regardless of what the people stood for or what they did wrong, that was your anthem you know that was what you listened to, and you're not going to put it down just because they were you know messed up human beings right like you were still dancing to the music. You were still singing in the car. You were still doing whatever. And I think that it's completely hypocritical to say, well, I'll never listen to Michael Jackson's music again. When you stand up and you will take off your hat and put your hand over your heart, you know, for the, for the national anthem. And believe me, I'm, I'm patriotic. My dad was in the military. I remember being in Panama and the anthem would come over the loudspeaker. Because there were loudspeakers all over the base. And if you were driving, you would stop your car. You would jump out, close the door, take off your hat, and you would salute. Or you would put your hand over your heart during the national anthem. On bass. Okay? Now think about all the shit that this country has done. And all the conspiracy theories about 9-11 and, and the, the fucking moon landing and the shit that we're doing flat to earth. the earth. and Yeah, the flat earth and, uh, you know, all the shit that we do when we go into other foreign countries. Look at the fucking Panama Canal. Look at what we did in Pan- Panama. Look at what we did in
0: uh, I, just you name it. Okay. Pearl Harbor. Uh, everything that we've done in our history.
2: Afghanistan.
1: Afghanistan, Iraq, you know, one minute, Kuwait, Ethiopia. Australia. (laughs) Okay, let's just
3: keep naming countries. (laughs) Europe,
1: Asia. (laughs) Antarctica, for crying out loud. Fucking
2: penguins got the shit beat out of them.
1: I'm just saying, you know, all the stuff that we did I like as a though. country, Nicaragua, Honduras, all these countries that we came in and we did shit, covert operations, installing or, or, or orchestrating military coups in different countries, cool. and, set, and setting up our guys. That's what happened with Noriega, right? So the president before Noriega in Panama, you know, we helped. Stage a coup, coup. You know the the whole contra uh, controversy with Oliver Nert North, not Nerf, Nerf. Oliver Nor- Oliver North. Now, if, if you're listening to this podcast, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Please go read your history. Um, all the shit that we're doing with the war on drugs, but we're we've got operatives all over the frickin' south america and we're you know buying all these coca plants and buying all these different different plants and we're bringing them in the way coke got introduced to the u.s was with the freaking federal government the cia like all the shit that we've done and then we'll still stand up proud and say and i'm proud to be an american
0: where at least i know i'm free so I agree with DL Hughley.
1: He said he still, you know, he'll he'll still sing the national anthem. So yeah, he's still going to sing Thriller. He's still going to try to dance to it, you know what I'm saying? I get so, it. So I mean, screw what all these people are talking about. Man, it's hypocritical bullshit. Hey, we got to pause. Seriously?
2: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck Hans is doing, but it doesn't sound good. All right, on the
1: one, Hang three. On.
3: Two, one.
2: Yeah, I get you with the whole. I mean, I see your point. And like I said, I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, you can go back and listen. It's documented. I was <clears throat> talking, you know. Oh, all these people that are like, I'm not going to enjoy the Cosby show anymore and take it off air. You know, I guess now I'm in a place where maybe I don't know what I think. Because, like, I listen, Here, here's why, I listen to, you know, when a Michael Jackson song comes over the radio, him or a cover, I immediately go like, oh, man. He fucked little boys. <laughs> so I guess that's like the perspective nah. of people with Cosby are like, Oh, here comes his show. Oh man. He raped women.
1: Yeah, I get that. So I totally get that. But the art?
2: Because I totally agree. No. Well, I wouldn't say totally. Not. But I definitely, I can see Hugh, he- Hughley, or Lala, you know what I'm talking about. I can see his point.
0: He makes a good one. That's all I'm saying. I'll leave it there. I don't know. Well, I'm going to say that... um, So the the car company that I work for... Volkswagen. um,
1: Volkswagen. (laughs) The engineering job that I do
0: has nothing at all to do with my home life has nothing at all to do with it.
3: Sure.
1: Right? You're not going to stop driving the cars that I had a hand in creating just because of my lifestyle. And it's the same thing with every freaking industry there is. But you some got, people... You got people that will invest their... Some
2: people would, though.
1: No, that's dumb. You got well, people sure. that will, will, will invest their money with... Insurance? No, I cut, huh? I cut off because I didn't want
2: to cut you off again. But I was going to say, sure, it's dumb, but that doesn't mean that people won't do it or probably have,
1: you know. Yeah, but they're, but they're a fringe minority. They're not the majority. I think the majority would look at a body of work and still be able to appreciate it. Like, so, so there, was a, there was a rumor going around that Eddie Murphy was gay. That he was cheating on his drop dead gorgeous wife. With a dude. And the dude's got Eddie Murphy. I think he just recently had his 10th or 11th kid. Not too long ago. Not that many years ago. The dude has babies man. He's got some kids.
0: Because that dude did a whole lot of banging. Okay. And he was dirty AF. Super dirty in his comedy. His kids started getting older and started paying
1: attention to the work that he was doing. He cleaned it up. And he started doing kids' movies. And then eventually he just retired and just gave it all up. But, and I'm sure that there's some people that were upset that he started doing kids' stuff. And left the dirty shit that he was doing. But you're not going to, like, ice him and say, I'll never watch Delirious again. Or I'll never watch, you know, Raw again just because... Now he's doing kid movies. And uh, and that's probably a super dumb comparison. All I'm saying is that people change. People have their moments of stupidity. And the fact is, is that the, the beautiful thing about humanity is that we can all change. And that we can all grow. The problem is that hypocritical people don't give people a chance to prove that they're different (laughs) and that they've grown and that they've realized the error of their ways, whether they've apologized or not,
0: you know, I don't know. I guess I'm just not that, um, I guess I'm not that judgmental
1: to where I'm just like, you know, I'm never going to listen to this again or never going to watch this again because, he turned out to be a creep while he was doing all that shit, you know. To me, Louis C.K. is still probably the greatest comedian, one of the greatest comedians of all time.
2: I mean, I probably, can't regardless agree with of that, what he was doing, but I definitely enjoyed him. What of all time, really? You didn't like to Louis put C. him C. in. Seriously, I did dude. not say Louis C.K. I didn't enjoy him or like him. I'm just saying I wouldn't put him in that category
1: of. One of the best of all time. I, personally, I wouldn't do that. Are you freaking kidding me? Louis C.K. is top 10 of all time.
0: Well... In comedy. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I am not fucking kidding you, dude. All right. I don't even know if, <laughs> if your booze brain can come up with 10 comedians, first of all. <clears throat> hmm... Yeah, touche. All right,
1: but I can. I can come up with 10 comedians. And I know a whole lot more than 10 comedians.
0: And I'm telling you that Louis C.K. fits in the top 10 of all time for me. Because he's really that good. But, hey, you know, whatever. To each their own. I'm not going to destroy... I'm not one that that
1: say put out uh, to to use an old colloqu- colloquium, colloquium colloqu- colloquium colloquialism. How do you say it?
2: I don't know the word that you're even trying to say. Colloquialism. Okay, never
1: mind. Never mind. To use an old adage. There you go.
0: Um, uh, I'm not gonna throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know where that comes from, right? Uh, I think I do Okay, so let me explain So
1: back in the day When everybody was taking baths Out of a a metal tub They would The the cleanest water would go to the To the man or to the woman Whoever's around And then the man or woman You know, mom and dad are, are one and two And then all the kids Afterwards And the last one to go into the bathtub was the baby, all in the same water. And by the time it was time to bathe the baby, it was pretty dirty. So dirty and cloudy that, you know, you could lose the baby in the tub. And so they said, don't throw out the baby
0: with the bath bathtub or the bath water. That's where that came from. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot
1: of shit in the water. There's a lot of cloud, dirt, and dust, and crap in the water, but you don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. You just pull the baby out and throw the bathwater out. It's like, okay, you can separate the baby from the bathwater. You have to be able to separate
0: the man from the shit that he did. And, And honestly, to be honest with you, I think that's what... part of what Christianity is all about, part of it. Right?
1: Alright, I'm about to get satisfyingly deep. I feel it. I felt it
2: too. And I'm ready.
1: Alright. So the fact is, is that we as humans are all born in sin. Right? Isaiah said, you're born in sin and shape and in iniquity. Because of the original sin that happened. Because death came as a result of one man's sin, death reigned over all, is what the scripture says death is the result of sin it is the the penalty of sin so when we all come to God, we all come at that same level of sin, and so grace as I've said before, the grace of God that teaches all men to deny ungodliness and worldly lust, and teaches us to live righteously, soberly, and godly in this present world according to Titus chapter 2, verse 11 and 12. That's what grace does for us. It puts us all on the same level playing field. And the fact is, is that when we come to Christ, we're all on that same level playing field that none is righteous, no, not one, as Paul said. None is righteous, no, not one. Okay? Nobody is right in the eyes of God when they come to him. The fact is, is that the only thing That causes a Christian to be a Christian is not the absence or the abstinence from sin. It is not our ability to refrain from sin. What causes a Christian to be a Christian is our faith in the one who is completely separate from all sin, namely Jesus Christ. So it's not our ability to be pure. It's not our ability to be separate from our shit. It's our, our ability to put our faith in the one who is separate from all the shit. So, so the fact is, is that the one judgment that you put upon one person, you know, as, as the old folks used to say, if you got one finger pointed at one person, you got, you got four fingers that are pointed back at yourself. Good. that saying really should be revised to to three, because if you're actually pointing your finger, your index finger, you got a thumb that's pointing toward that person, too. And you got three pointing back at yourself. The fact is, is that we, we can't be black pots calling the kettle black. Because none of us are perfect. And everyone comes from their own place of trauma and shit and upbringing and worldview and all this stuff that makes us all human beings and i'm telling you dude if we can all just get to that point where we realize that hey everybody's human and everybody's driven and, and i'm not saying that there's no penalty for wrong I, I i agree there's certain shit in this world that you do you should just burn in hell for eternity for it but the fact is is that i never look in the mirror and say that i've arrived or come to a point where i'm perfect yeah, I'm not touching little kids. No doubt about it. I don't, even want, to, I don't, I don't want to touch your kid. I don't, want to, I don't want your kid on my lap. I don't want your kid puking all over my shoulder because that's what a lot of kids do at certain ages. But the fact is, is that we all have to overcome something. And those who overcome things that are greater should be appreciated. And, I mean, there's even a level of appreciation that you can have for people that, that are overcoming shit that they've been accused for. And I understand that, you know, they're, they're paying the price for what they do or what they did. But there has to be some level of redemption somewhere with all of this stuff that's coming out. All This whole Me Too movement, this, all, all the this shit that, that these celebrities are doing wrong and getting accused of. I get it. Yeah, they need to pay the price for it. But I, I just, I'm, I'm the guy in the background who has no voice, who is saying, dude, but is there a path to redemption? Is there a way that this person can, can, can come back into society and be accepted again? Because the fact is, is that that's the Christian message. The Christian, the Christian message is, yeah, you were born in sin. You were shaped in iniquity. You're separated from God, but he still loved you enough to send his son to die on the cross for you. And the fact is, is that in Christianity, there is a path to redemption. But in this world, when you fuck up, there doesn't seem to be a path to redemption. And maybe it's just the Christian bleeding heart of me, the Christian bleeding heart side of me. But I'm like, dude, there has to be some kind of path back to redemption. You know, there, there has to be some way that we can say, yeah, they fucked up. And yeah, I understand they fucked up, but you know what? They they've paid the price. They have paid the penalty, whatever society has determined that they needed to pay.
0: So let's throw the dude a bone. Maybe that's crazy. Maybe that's stupid, but that's how I feel.
2: Hey, man, <clears throat> buddy's perfect.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Preach your pasta
1: I mean obviously there's boundaries right So you're touching little kids Obviously I'm not going to let you Spend the night with my, my son Right One would hope
0: Well that doesn't mean that That doesn't mean like you You can't go out and make a living You know now
1: granted that living that you try to make probably shouldn't be with little kids. <laughs> you know? We're not gonna we're not gonna let a child molester go open up a daycare. I, I I understand that there must be boundaries. Sure. There 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 should already be boundaries, right? Like there are already boundaries in place. You gotta pass a drug test, you gotta pass um Different screenings in order to be able to work with kids, anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean,
2: I think there's another level to this, too. Because it's not just like everyday people. I mean, we're talking about celebrities, like people who, I mean, MJ, bro, he was a fucking idol. People like literally worshiped him. Yeah. You know, and we could.
1: No doubt about we could it. We probably
2: spend the whole podcast talking about <clears throat> what worship is and, like, is a form of worship to Michael Jackson having a Michael Jackson poster in your room. I mean, is it? At the end of the day? But we're not going to go down that trail right now. But I think most people can agree Like, Michael Jackson was worshipped, man. He was idolized, and he was put on this pedestal, and, you know, people looked up to him, and people, you know, like, wanted to be him, and sure, he was a person, but he also wasn't a person. You know what I'm saying? He was an idol. Like, that's the whole thing with the rock star mentality and the superstar mentality, and The Kardashians, like, they're just fucking people, but, like, they're not because our culture has deemed them to be above others and, like, you know, the lavish life they live and they're famous and everyone knows them and people want to watch what they do in the day-to-day. And, you know, with Michael Jackson, it was like, you know, he's a... I mean, he was. He was an amazing entertainer. An amazing... Yep, Uh, artist you know yeah. but he was on a whole other level than like me and you or the post office lady or you know what I'm saying like the bagger at Walmart
1: (laughs) no doubt about it which
2: doesn't exist anymore because they have those things that swivel so the cashier is the bagger but you know what I'm saying I do So, like, there's this whole level of that that goes into, you know, I'm looking up to this person, and I've idealized them, and I've worshipped them, and I've put them on this thing, and then I find out, oh my god, you're a fucking horrible, shitty human. But that can't be, because there's this conflict now, because I've put you up in this spot where it's like, I've held you for so long. Now, when bad things come out into the open, it's, like, there's this, you know, I guess, like, battle that you go through of, like, man, I used to think so much of you, but, like, you're a shitty person. <clears throat> I think that's more the issue, because I totally agree with you. I totally agree with Huey and what he said. And, uh... I mean, I do hold true to, like, yes, you can, I mean, probably it's on an individual basis, but, like, I think, for me, I can enjoy Michael Jackson, and I can listen to Alien Ant Farm's version of Smooth Criminal and still like it, which I did, and, like, not, you know, be like, oh, well, I can't listen to that anymore, because he used to fuck little kids, and. He's he's not what I thought he was, you know? But for most people, I don't think they can do
0: that. You know what I mean? Yeah, they can't separate. And there's a litany of people. I mean, Bill Cosby. Uh,
2: who were you mentioning earlier? Your comedian guy, top ten. Freaking, Louis yeah, CK. CK. Um. Shit, man! The guy who was on uh, House of Cards, what's his fucking name?
0: Oh my god! Um, Spacey, um, uh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey, like uh,
2: yes. Who was another guy? The uh, I don't know. There's been plenty of them. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly, like fucking. There, there's so many. You know what I mean? And there are these people yes. that are super famous, and people idealize, and honestly probably worship, and think much of. And then you, you realize, like, man, you're just a fucking horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to differentiate and not throw the baby out with the bathwater, and that's got to be tough. That's hard. You know what I mean? Because even I, withholding my opinions... I still heard that song, and I'm like, oh, man, but he fucked little kids.
1: But it's a good song, you know? Like, it still affects me. Like Eminem said, I don't touch everything but little boys, and that's not a step on Michael.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm There's, just
1: a little bit psycho. It's kind
2: of interesting, the the, the worship that we do give people, and... Even groups of people like bands or like, you know, TV shows like, friggin' This Is Us, they're all great actors. It'd be so cool to meet them. Sure. But when I meet them, they're just people. You know what I mean? Like, yes. So, what's the difference between meeting them and meeting the post office lady who I mentioned earlier? Well, the only difference is there's a shit ton of other people that know the This Is Us crew and there's only a certain amount of people that know the post office lady they're still just people you know what i mean like we i don't know man i'm kind of on this whole thing now in my brain of like making idols and worshiping other things than god and like it's just it's a perfect storm to be let down you know what i mean and honestly if we want to get a little churchy again and bring it back to that whole thing like it's the mm. same thing with pastors,
1: wow.
2: and I'm not even talking celebrity mm. pastors I'm just talking like wow, if wow, you go to wow, a church, wow. I guarantee fucking mm. to you. you think mm. that that man is more spiritually in tune and closer to God and more equipped to read the Bible per se or to pray. Like, there's some difference between, oh, I can pray, but I need the pastor to pray, because, you know, he's got that closer connect, you know what I'm saying? No. Wow. He's just a guy who's shitty, and if he works for the Catholic Church, may or may not, diddle little boys, we don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man.
1: Breach, breach up. We just, you know.
2: And I do I do this, too. I'm not saying I'm not, you know... Affected by this whole thing, I do the same thing, dude. My favorite band, mm. Emery, right? Another band that yes. you've never heard of because they're white, emo, screamo. Oh, rock screw band.
1: you! I have heard of them. Nope, you told me about them two years ago.
2: Oh, yeah, you heard about them because I told you about them.
1: <laughs> well, all I'm saying is that I know about them, I've heard the name, you've played the music while we were sitting by a fire being romantic Touché. and you know you've told me all about it
2: yeah well anyway point is they're my favorite band right go sure. check them out support them buy their shit i love them they're awesome well, anyway um maybe they're not. cool people blah 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 from what well. i've heard and what i've listened to on their podcast i don't know them personally but anyway there's this there's this well. sense of like you know, them versus me, like, I'm just this little peon, and they're like Emory, you know, like, oh my god, like, I look up to these guys, and I love their art, and I love their their podcast, and like, I like what they're doing, and so they're gonna be in St. Louis uh, next month, and it's like, oh, I totally wanna go and like, meet him, and like, this whole thing, like, dude, I'm I'm totally there. I'm just saying all that to say, like, I'm not set apart from what I just said. You know what I mean? Uh, And uh, if I found out tonight, tomorrow, uh, a year from now, like, yeah, all those guys did this whole thing the whole time. Dude, I'd be like, oh, man, that sucks. Because, like, I looked up to them. You know, like, I valued the thing they did, and I thought they were better people than that. But at the end of the
0: day man They're just fucking shitty people They're people We're all just fucking shitty people You know
1: Wasn't that a song By like Amy Grant or something
2: I'm pretty sure Amy Grant did not have a song That
1: talked about people being shitty Ordinary Ordinary people Something something Ordinary people
2: the only thing that comes into my mind is shiny happy people
1: (laughs) that's definitely not what's in my head well wow um yeah i don't know man
2: you just said i just think there's a there's you know there's a difference than oh hey my next door neighbor is a sex offender Versus, oh, hey, Michael fucking Jackson is a sex offender.
1: Or was. Dude. But you know what? He's dead. So I don't want to harp on Michael.
2: Sure. But, I mean, any of them. Harvey Weinstein. Frickin', uh,
1: I mean. He can burn. Let him burn. Bill
2: Cosby.
0: Eh, He's he's almost dead. Yeah, that's true. But he's not. He's alive. You You know what I mean?
3: He's Hello. alive.
1: He's alive. And, and that, that video I sent you over Facebook.
3: There's
1: <laughs> a video that came on Facebook where uh, uh, Bill Cosby is walking into a room and he's in an orange jumpsuit. And, uh, you know, the, the music that plays where, you know, he's doing his Dance. Dunt. <laughs> uh, like that that music right everybody knows that music you grew up as a kid in the 80s early 90s watching the cosby show you know that music and he's coming out to that music, and he's kind of like, just kind of like doing his old school stiff dance, old old man dance. And on the caption, it says, waiting on R. Kelly to get here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, you sent that to me.
1: I, well, that's how I started the conversation, yeah.
2: Did you? I was distracted. My beautiful wife came home, and she shut my door, and I was just thinking about
1: her. Did, did she come home with cowboy boots?
2: No, did you get that snap too? Yeah, I said no. If you come home with them, I will burn
0: them. She said, Bah, ha, 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 ha. Mm. And I told her, Go ahead and buy them.
1: Oh, it's so weird. Then, uh, Man. <laughs> it well,
2: just proves color means you. nothing.
1: A color, color. just Color color is nothing more than the amount of melanin that you've got in your skin based on your distance from the equator, your ancestors' distance from the equator, and the amount of sun that they... But that's evolution, right?
2: Anyway. That's why you need Ancestry.com to tell you
0: where you're from. I know where I'm from, brother. Oh, crap. I gotta sneeze.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh.
0: Kazantai. Thank you.
1: See, I can say that German word because my last name is German. Sprechen
2: Sie Deutsch? <laughs> Guten My <Tag>.
1: wiener's German.
3: Yeah. <laughs> my wiener
1: dog. Uh, short and fat like a can of corn. So, um. But he's skinny
0: and long. I'm like, uh. So I take a sip of my beer.
1: And the airplane flies over the head. Nice, nice and low. All right.
2: That was so, kind of a good anyway. plane noise, wasn't it?
3: Yeah,
1: it was actually pretty good. I'm sort of impressed. You should be impressed with yourself. Next time, don't deny cowboy boots. Because if she walked in the room with the cowboy boots on and
0: and a t-shirt, you'd be ending this podcast right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: I thought she
2: meant for me. I don't want them.
1: Yeah, obviously they're not for you. Well, yeah, and obviously I told her to get her some. But they would be for her, and if they were for her and she dressed it up nice and pretty like you do for, like, one of those Bordeaux shoots. Boudoir. Bordeaux. Bordeaux. Bordeaux, <laughs> Bordeaux shoots. Oui, oui. like Like, if she wanted to, like, you know, play out a nice little Bordeaux shoot for you.
2: Boudoir. Damn it. Whatever.
1: You know what the fuck I'm saying. You got
2: some in Bordeaux photos? <laughs> I'd really like to see you in nothing but cowboy boots, maybe a buckle over one of your titties.
3: All I'm saying,
1: all all I'm trying to say, all I'm trying to say is that you can dress up anything and make it nice. Like, you don't need to go to Target and get a nice $30 lingerie. You can just get some cowboy, cowboy boots from the feed store. Put on a little cowgirl hat and a white t shirt, and then you can get a little busy. Come on, old Bessie. I know you still got some spunk in you. All I'm saying is that you ain't got to be so closed minded. See, you can on, go on down there to so ill and have a little bit of fun with some cowboy boots. Yeah, yeah, I get,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yep.
3: <laughs> he said yum <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not meant any, to live been.
2: In a podunk country I mean it's re- yeah, it's really did. Not country cause we're like Above the Mason Dixon But it's still kinda country You know what I mean I'm just not Meant
1: to live yeah. in these parts I know because you 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 love the D. Hey yo! So I mean, the thing is, is Detroit, like Detroit. You don't mean dick? even though.
3: <laughs>
0: Man, that got you good. <laughs> oh God! All right. So um, yeah, anyway,
1: um, you can dress up anything and make it nice and make it fit whatever situation you want to do, you know? Secret time. So secret time. <laughs>
0: secret time: of-
1: When we were first married, I was listening to this um, podcast that was all about sex, And uh, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me because I never subscribed to it. I just kind of like listened to it whenever I felt like it. And I was, you know, just getting little sexy ideas. It's kind of stuff that you do when you're newly married and, and I guess we're we're both still like you're still newly married. Honeymooning. You know, I'm still Yeah, I mean we're still newly married, but I used to listen to it and um and it was very very what they call um, sex positive. And, um, and it's something that, you know, you don't really want to ever lose. You know, I want to be 80 years old, still pinching my wife's butt, you know, or still grabbing onto her tatas at night when I'm trying to sleep, just like a little, um, you know, those little nerf stress balls that you play with at work and you just keep squeezing, keep squeezing. Like, you know, that's the kind of thing that I hope that when I'm 80, I'm still doing, in bed at night when we're getting ready to go to sleep, still just like squeezing, you know, just like I'm sure yeah, that's what she wants too. This is fun. I'm sure that's exactly squeeze what
2: squeeze my wants. saggy
3: titty. <laughs> <laughs> Woman, well, I if you go
2: over there and put uh, all
1: them boats, <laughs> might get a little steamy in here. Uh, my whole my whole point is that they were very sex positive. And and very encouraging that, you know, within your marriage, you try to keep the fire gone with doing different things, crazy things, you know? You just try something different every now and then, you know? And I just think that she should buy the boots and try something different with you, and maybe you might enjoy the boots. I'm very boots positive. All right. That's all. Does Does Jenna have some boots? Hell no. Hmm. We live in Detroit, bro. Ain't nobody wearing cowboy boots over here. We can here. send you some. I'm saying for you. Be- no, fuck that, dude. I'm just saying because y'all live in the country, maybe boots is a thing and maybe you could saddle up, bro. Right? <laughs>
2: Saddle up nice. your horses. We got a trail to brace. In the wild blue yonder. You know that song? your horses.
1: Hell to the no. I don't know that song.
2: Pretty sure that's Stephen Curtis Chapman, bro. That's, that's CCM right there. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, I'm taking another drink right now from my. I'm going to
2: find that drop. I'm going to put
1: it in there. Uh. I'm I'm going to let you sit and and stew and think about that for you a You know second.
2: what? I might just put that as the as the music that we go out to.
1: I hope not. I I really hope not. Oldie buddy goodie. I mean, our names are attached to this podcast and I really don't want to be associated with Steven Curtis Chapman. Yeah, no thank you. Remember all those
2: times you used to sing CCM?
1: What times? Oh Prove well, yeah. it. Prove
2: it.
0: It's oh my god. Bullshit. Lies. <laughs> Deception. <Okay>. Betrayal. <clears throat>
1: Secret time? Secret, Secret time.
0: time. We're just getting drunk and Shh.
1: My dad almost disowned me for a couple years because there was a small stint where I was listening to 99.5 Young Country FM in Detroit. My dad was like, what the hell is going on with this kid? I didn't even know there was a country station in Detroit. 99.5, at least in the the 90s, it was 99.5 Country FM. So yeah, 99.5. I used to listen to that shit. Thank God I got delivered. You saw the errors of your way. Man, oh man. It didn't take long for me to wake (laughs) up. You repented. Oh my God. It was like, I was getting into it for a minute. Like, holy shit, this is awesome. But you know what what it was? Uh, Let me explain it. Let me uh, backpedal a little bit. What it was, was my appreciation for the guitar. So it was uh, not long after that, that... I started picking up the guitar, trying to learn how to play it because I thought it was awesome. And um, but it really wasn't, the, it was the bass. I, what I did was I picked up the bass. And it was like, you know what? I'm, I'm really, really digging the bass and some of these young country songs. I'm, I'm appreciating the music. I can't tell you any of the songs I was listening to. I just remember the music being like on point. And I'm like, you know what? I need to pick up the bass. I was already playing drums for the church. And so I was very drum heavy. And it's very natural for a drummer to go from drums to pick up the bass. And then I got delivered. And then I just started playing the bass. So still not very good, but I still own my bass and my amp. Yeah. Anyway, secret
2: time. Uh. Well, you got really good at playing that skin flute, bro. (laughs) I think that was right. Right right. after the country phase
1: and slightly before the repentance days. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a long stint of country at all, by any means, in the grand scheme of my life. I'm, a, I'm 36, uh, believe me, it, it was not a long period of my life that I listened to country, but I was getting into 17 it. 17 years is pretty now, significant though, man. Shut up, Ugh. Sean. So, <laughs> my buddy now, like everybody knows that I hate country music. So my buddy Dean that I, I smoke cigars with, he works midnights, and so he'll like, I'll be getting up late on a Saturday morning, he'll be like, hey. Mike, uh, come on over, have a cigar with me. So I'll go have a cigar with him early in the morning after he gets off of work. And I walk into the house. His dog barks barks at me and almost bites off my ankles. And he says, hey, get that black man. Get him. Get him. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) He's so funny. He's hilarious. And I walk in. He gives me a hug. And he says, here, let me change the music for you. And then he puts it, because he's listening to country once he gets off of work. And then he'll he'll, uh, turn on Motown for me. And we'll sit there at his kitchen table. We'll smoke cigars, listen to Motown, and talk for hours. He's a great guy. But he always starts off with country. And I'm like, dude, if you don't turn this shit off, I'm getting out of here. You love it. I hate it with a passion. I can't listen to it. That being said, most of my white friends listen to country, and uh but when I'm doing the driving, or if you know they're hanging out with me and it's my turf, dude, I try to go as hard as I can. Secret time.: Secret time. <laughs> when- when my white friends come over, I'll play gangster rap on the Alexa. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> even, I don't even listen to gangster rap on a regular basis, <laughs> but every now and then I get into this mode where it's like, you know what? I'm blocking them hard. Yeah. Wait. Show enough. Show enough. And I'll put on some. I'll put on some DMX or <laughs> or some Lil Wayne. Or something like that, and I'll just crank it,
0: dude. I freaking love it. Or my dad's favorite, they, I put on some cool moldy. Be cranking out some old school rap. Love it. All right, another softball that you dropped. All right,
1: swing <laughs> and miss.
2: I love gangster Shit, rap. Man. And I just want to do Gang, this real quick because I think it'd be rap. funny. If someone's Gangsta. If someone's listening to this podcast And it's like going throughout their house or something I just want to do this real quick
1: Oh god, here we go Hey Alexa, play gangster rap
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'll be my wife listening in the kitchen <clears throat> Yep Sitting at the kitchen island waiting then it's gonna be like
2: fuck, 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 fuck the police
1: nwa easy e tupac
2: yeah then i can i can die happy i want to know that it happened with somebody's alexa yeah we have uh so i got a buddy of mine speaking of that i'm gonna cut you off just because i don't know that's what i do we have a yeah go ahead google home so we don't we don't have alexa (laughs) Sure. We had Alexa, but she was a bitch and she's like everything you said, she's like, I cannot do that. You do not have permission for that. You need to set up this account. And I'm like, I ain't send up no account. Just play some damn music.
1: Yeah. Well, so she 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 typically does that when it's uh God. When you ask for a specific song. Like, um, secret time secret time secret time I love that song give me that big old dick American Pie American Pie weirdo bye bye miss American Pie drove my Chevy to the levee but the levee was dry them good old boys was drinking whiskey and rice singing this'll be the day that I die this'll be the day that I die That song right there, when you research it and find out the meaning behind that song, the dude was a one hit wonder. Honestly, Conspiracy Theory time, I really believe that guy was like from the future. And he came back and wrote that song because nobody knows that guy's name. First of all, very few know his name. And very few can tell a song that he made other than American Pie.
2: I know his name. But
1: what t- What's his name?
2: Don McLean. Holy shit! That's why I love you. Don't love me. I, I just Google the whole <laughs> secret time. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> See? Secret time. I just googled his name. <laughs> All I had to do was put in "bye bye miss" and it was like mm, Don McLean. Bye bye Miss Bye. Hey Google. Yeah. Yeah. Hey Google, who's Don McLean?
1: He's a one hit wonder Who made Bye Bye Miss American Pie And hasn't made a song since But the song is so powerful When you learn the reason for the lyrics Talking about the greatest men in in American history That have died for this country Martin Luther King JFK. You know, he talks about the, the three kings. He talks about just, just people who have done great things. Civil rights leaders. Uh, John Lennon. People that, people that have been killed is what the song is really about. People who are great men who did great for this country who were killed, who were murdered. That's what the song is about. But he uses... Uh, poetic language to to talk about their lives and their deaths and dude i swear to god man once i learned what the song was about i freaking cried listening to that song it blew me away absolutely blew me away well i'm on
2: wiki right now and actually and it says um the repeatedly mentioned phrase the day music died Refers to the plane crash in 1959 that killed early rock and roll performers Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens. Valens? Mm -hmm. The crash was not known by that name until after McLean's song became a hit. Huh. Yeah, it's Wiki. So you can hop on Wiki yourself and find that out. There's other stuff in here. I
1: mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, there's tons of videos out there about this song, that really like. So they'll they'll have the song playing, and then they'll have the interpretation coming up on the screen. Yeah. For his words, and they talk and he he talks about several people. That made a huge impact on our on our country and on our society, and it was Bob it Dylan. Was, it's just a Elvis super Presley. move. Yeah, it's a super moving song. Like he's commemorating great people. Um, so it was awesome. I love the song, dude. And every time I hear the song, I choke up a little bit. You know?
0: So. Anyway. That's my song. Freaking love that song. Maybe we'll end with that song. Maybe we'll end with that song? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. instead of sure, Stephen Curtis Chapman.
1: God, please don't end with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Maybe
2: I'll dig up a good old Carmen song. We need right. a riot. You, <laughs> you know, what, you know what riot stood for? It was an acronym. Uh, it was um, revival. Nope. righteous invasion of truth we need a riot yo secret time see i did secret time yeah well it's really not secret time no you already said it. well yeah i know i said it but it's i mean whatever anyway me and my mom went to go see him at uh where were we I don't remember where we were, but he, like, filled this massive fucking stadium, and I remember trying to get in the doors, and, like, once they opened the doors, it was like this mad rush, and we had to literally, like, squeeze to get in the doors to see this guy sing about Jesus. It's kind of ironic, if you think about it.
1: No, it's not ironic at all. It just proves that you are wider... Than a dumpster filled with white paper behind a paper factory.
3: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's how white you are.
3: That's you're, really a an good
1: analogy because... You're, you're whiter than a dumpster filled with paper behind a paper was factory.
2: Well, is the paper lined? Because then there's blue on it.
1: Or it's not no, that paper. white. Nope. No, it's completely white with no blue lines on it because that's the white trash that gets thrown away. So you're talking copy paper. You're, you're just like. I mean, how
2: thick am I though? Like am I the, the good thick, like cardstock?
1: You know, or am I the super you're thin? About the, you're about the standard seven hundredths of an inch. Well, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can eat a bag of paper dick. <clears throat> yeah. mm, nom nom nom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All Give, right. me
2: <laughs> Give me that paper dick. Give me that paper dick in my mouth. That paper dick in my mouth. That paper dick in my mouth.
1: We can end with that right hey, there. Hey man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if Cardi B, Cardi B can be like.
3: <laughs>
1: I like that. I like that. I like that. I like (sighs) that. I like it. I like paper dicks.
2: I like paper dicks. Try listening to that that song now.
1: Bitches.
3: This is This is
1: going nowhere. This is going absolutely nowhere. It's going everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. On SoundCloud, on on iTunes. On Spotify. Spotify On our website You can listen to us Drop us a link Drop us a like Drop us a comment Drop us a link Actually A link What, are they, what link are they giving us? My wife constantly drops a link A, a link to uh, uh, Paper Dicks Or not Paper Dicks But Bagofdicks.com Right?
2: Uh, I don't know if it's I don't know the website I just know she keeps sending it all the time like it's the first time and I don't even know about it.
1: (laughs) She loves it.
2: Anonymously send an actual dick made of chocolate. (laughs) Yes, Jenna, I know, and I'm waiting for my big old black dick, so send it on over.
1: (laughs)
0: So I'll so eat it too. Who, I'll put that uh, shit
2: on Instagram. Okay. I will eat the black dick oh made of God. chocolate, and okay. I will Instagram it. Stop. And Stop. we'll get millions
1: of followers. Okay. All right. Because you're so progressive. All right. So I'm welcome. Shout out to our. Uh, hate. <laughs> okay. Can I give a shout out, please? Sure. What are you waiting on? <laughs> <You> Shut <should laughs> up. <laughs> Shout out to Laurel, who uh, commented on our Unchurched Pod uh, Instagram page, a picture of me and Sean trying to figure out how to work uh, Twitch. She said, looking good, fellas. So Word. She's really just talking about you, though.
3: <laughs>
1: but I don't know that she's only talking about me. I think she's talking about you two. But, Yo, last secret right. time. You ready?
2: Secret time. Shh.
1: Secret time. Go the ahead. The president
2: of the fan club, Laurel herself, is figuring to do an interview up on the Unchurched podcast. You know
1: what I'm saying? I can dig it, and I'm all with it. We ain't going to tell you so, when, but be on the lookout. Laurel, all you got to do is... uh. All you got to do is set a date, and we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen, Captain. Word. Yep. So, Laurel, let's do it. Let's do it, Prezi. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Are we ready to tie a bow on this?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go buy my wife some uh, cowboy boots and see where the night goes.
1: (laughs) See? I'm telling you, dude. All you got to do is be a little bit open-minded. You can make boots sexy. I'm bringing sexy back. All right. Here's
2: where I will insert Stephen Curtis Chapman.
1: Oh, bullshit. You <laughs> will, Dude, seriously, dude. I am not trying to hear.
2: All right, man. Well, uh, have a uh, good night. Peace.
3: <laughs>
1: Peace. everybody. It's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram.
3: See you there.